Hey, it's Susan from Unstoppable Women in Business. Hey, can I ask you a personal question? Do you have content swimming around in your head that just needs to get out on paper? It's probably been up there a while, right? But you don't feel confident about how to write it so that it will truly convey what you want to say to your audience. Am I striking a chord? I thought so. I used to be that way too. I would be in the shower in the morning thinking all these kinds of cool thoughts about what I wanted to put in my next email campaign or social media post. But by the time I got to my desk, the creativity had dried up and I had nothing to put on paper. It could just be so frustrating. And don't even get me started about writing sales pages or lead magnets. That would weigh heavily on me for literally weeks before I would begrudgingly sit down and labor my way through that process. Why didn't anyone tell us when we went into business that we would have to become master communicators? Hey, if this is resonating with you, I've got some great news for you. I'm running a very cool event in August, starting on the 9th, that's going to help you become a machine at creating content of any kind. This will be a really unique experience as it's spread out over three days, two hours each day. And you're not only going to be learning a new framework that you can use to create any content you desire, but we will actually have writing time during the lab and you will be getting feedback from me throughout the entire event. If this sounds like something that would be useful for you, check out the details at uwib.info backslash content. See you there. And now on to the show. Hey ladies, Susan here. Good to be here with you today. And it is going to be a very, I think a, a special episode today because it's a big topic. We're talking about the thing that I think women entrepreneurs want more than anything else. They want their business to grow consistently. And it doesn't matter. It just does not matter what stage of business you're at. You might be a startup. You might be just cracking the 100K. You might be at 500K, right? But every single one of us is always looking forward to, okay, well, what's next? And how do I get there? So today's episode is about the ingredients, the things that you have to really consider and take action on in order for you to be able to have consistent business growth. And while there are just like a ton of things that you have to do, I know, believe me, I hear it from women all of the time that there's just so much that they have to do. Today, we're going to focus on just sales and marketing activities, the things that you need to have in place in order to create consistent business growth. All right. So as far as I'm concerned, there's three ingredients or three major areas that we're going to dive into that I want you to really noodle on and to think about where you are in all three of these areas. Okay. Even if you have to kind of give yourself a score, like on a score of one to 10, where are you in each of these areas? That would be a great way for you to move through this episode and get a pulse on what, mm, what areas you want to focus on in order to continue to drive consistent business growth. Alrighty. So let's dive into the first area and I'm going to start out by asking you a question. And it's going to be kind of a, it might be an odd question for you. You might give me a blank stare around this, but I'm asking you this question anyway. What does your sales process look like? 
All right. Now I know that is not terminology that women business owners, especially small business owners or entrepreneurs, solopreneurs use very often. If you do know what your sales process is, you can give yourself a 10 because that is that is one of the keys is understanding what your sales process is and then the other key is executing it right but let's let's go back to the folks who are just like i'm not really sure what you're talking about here susan so i'm going to ask it another way i'm going to say this hey do you have something that you want to sell it's either a product or a program how do you find the people you want to sell it to and then how do you get them to buy it now that question or that those two questions might get better answers, but there's still some of you that would give me kind of a blank stare. You might say something like, well, I just go out there and I talk about it and I uh, eventually somebody buys from me, right? So this is the number one issue that I have with a lot of my clients that are coming into the Success Collaborative. When they first start with me, they do have a product or a program that they love, something they're really good at, they wanna sell it. Usually they're either coaches or creators or consultants and they are all very passionate about what they do. And they believe that what they offer is valuable, but they don't know how to consistently find the people who want to buy it. Well, no problem. That's a sales process. All right. It's not that hard when you, it's not that foreign of a word when you really break it down. What it is, is a very defined way of creating a buying path for people who need your product or program. It's the process of nurturing them from becoming aware of who you are, right? That awareness stage. They need to know what you do. They need to understand the value of what it would be like for them to do business with you. But then you have to continue to nurture these same people all the way down through building relationships with them. And that needs to happen before they can actually commit to buying. And then finally, the sales process includes asking them to become a client. By the way, I do have a really cool infographic that I can share with you in the show notes um, on my website, Unstoppable Women in Business. Go to the podcast page to this uh, show notes area. And this infographic clearly depicts the different stages of your buyer's journey. And it compares it to your sales and marketing efforts. So it's a great reminder of how important it is to really be able to move people and and get them along that buying journey with you. I think that the reason why women business owners don't like sales is because in their minds, they think they have to hop from point A, which is the awareness phase. Oh, some I, I'm, you know, someone's become aware of me. And now I have to, I have to ask them to buy, right? And when you think of it that way, it's like it's like asking somebody to marry you on a first date. It's really unnatural. And so when I hear from my people I network with, they're like, oh, I hate sales. I hate it. It makes me feel pushy. It makes me feel sleazy. Well, my retort to that is if you are using your sales process to nurture that relationship and nurture the awareness, deepen the relationship, you should never feel sleazy or pushy. 
if you're making an offer at the right time. And that's what a sales process helps you do. If you have a defined process that you are working intentionally, it is definitely one of the first ingredients that can help you um, create a very comfortable environment for people to buy in from you. All right. So, hey, one last thing I'll say about sales process is it's not a one size fits all. You have to have a process that fits what you do and how you like to communicate. And so some people call them funnels, right? A sales process can be like a funnel, um, but you can have a lot of different ones. And you don't, you might even have more than one happening at one time. And that gets a little bit more, let's say, to the advanced level. I would love for you, if you're beginning especially, to just have one solid sales process where you know exactly how you're going to nurture people from the top of your funnel or pipeline down to the bottom. So we're going to be talking a lot about sales process in the upcoming weeks. I just wanted to introduce this thought to you to get the wheels turning. And like I said, if you can just score yourself and just kind of give yourself, where are you between a one and a 10? Are you a are you a one? It's okay. It's not a problem. Are you a five? Are you a 10? Just knowing that can really help you define where you want to head for consistency in your business growth. Okay. Alrighty. Let's go to the second component um, that creates consistent business growth. And that is consistent activity and not just consistent activity, but very intentional And when you define your sales process, it should include all of the different ways that you're going to be bringing people into your universe. All right. So when you think about activity, you can think about it as top of the pipeline or awareness activities. And then you might have some middle stage activities. We'll talk about that in just a minute. And then some bottom of the pipeline activities. So there's three very specific types of activities that you'll be doing on a weekly basis. So if you think about the top of the funnel, the awareness phase, there has to be a lot of broad content. Did you hear my voice lower there? Broad content. (laughs) I don't know why that happened, but it is. Um, Broad content has to be fed out through lots of channels or places. It can be social media, you can be blogging, podcasting, you can go out be doing networking, you can use live events, um, video events like Facebook lives or LinkedIn lives, anything that will help people become aware of who you are and what you do. And here's the kicker, any activity that will move them at least one step closer to you in the buying journey. I think that these activities, these are the ones that that I hear from my people that are a little bit frustrating because it feels like you have to do a lot of them and it feels like you don't know whether or not it's working. People get frustrated. They're like, why aren't I getting engagement? Why aren't people calling me or emailing me? And so, you know, sometimes it feels like there's crickets going on out there it, and nothing's happening. But I want you to trust me. If this is the place that you need to be starting the relationship.
But trust me, this is the place you never want to stop feeding content to. If you dry up the top of your pipeline, you're going to run out of new relationships to nurture. And that is where a lot of your magic is going to happen. So don't let that be you. Don't stop feeding into the top of the pipeline just because you're not seeing engagement. I can tell you story after story after story where my clients have gone into consults and people say, I have been following you for so long. And they're like, really? It's just, you never know when you're going to actually be able to meet the people that are out there kind of stalking you on social media. I'm not kidding. It's kind of, it's kind of weird, but also you have to do it in a way you have to be feeding that top of the pipeline in a way that's very clean and intentional. We're going to talk about that in just a couple minutes. All right, let's talk about the next stage of activities. And these are focused on the middle of the pipeline. And in the middle, it's all about nurturing relationships and deepening your ideal client's desire to move further towards making a commitment to take action. Okay, so they're not ready yet to buy but they are curious and they want to know more about how you might solve their problem and why you're better than somebody else. Now, here's the problem. Sometimes we think that just because our people know they have a problem, they will naturally want to take action to solve it. And that's pretty far from the truth. You need to build groundswell so that they realize that the possibility of having what they want is real and that they don't want to stay where they are any longer and that you are the person who can get them over that gap, right? So there's there's a dual focus here. It's like in the awareness phase, you started to really tickle them around, ooh, what does this problem look like? What does it sound like? Yes, that's me. I identify with that, right? But I haven't yet gotten to the point in my buyer's journey where I'm feeling uncomfortable enough that I need to take action to solve it. And that's what the middle of the pipeline is all about. It's really about getting those people, the the people that need you the most to understand why they need you and be able to kind of get them to that place where they're willing to take action. And what we're talking about here are things that bring you eyeball to eyeball with your ideal client so that you can speak to their specific needs and even have an opportunity for them to hear you personally and for you to hear their own words, hear how they talk about their problem. So this stage, this middle stage of the pipeline is what I consider you moving from marketing mode into sales mode. Now you're not, you're not asking for a commitment yet, but this is where it becomes an intimate encounter where you aren't yet asking them to do business with you, right? But you're gathering information about them that will help you make your offer in a way that will be very personal and connected. So this isn't talking to the masses. That's what marketing is, talking to the masses, getting people into the pipeline. This is not that. This is talking to a person and having that person recognize themselves and recognize the relationship between the two of you. Okay. So that is a a one-on-one communication. And that moves people eventually to the final stage of the pipeline, which is where you have earned the right, in essence, to ask for a commitment. And you can nurture that decision. 
And that phase, I'm telling you guys, that phase can be exhilarating and fun. I bet you've felt it. It, it feels good and it feels right when you're in this phase if you have built the relationship. And you, this particular stage of activities, these are one-on-one activities. These are outreach activities to the clients. And these need to be listed as top priorities. Oh my gosh. Three stages of the pipeline, three different kinds of activities. Did I just make you tired? I know the women that come to me and especially solopreneurs say this to me all the time. I just have so many things to do. And that is true. There's just no way around it. And that's why sometimes you need to have help, have a team, you know, when you can take some of these activities off your plate, but there's no way around it. When it comes to prioritizing these activities getting done, my advice is to not ignore any stage, but make certain that you're putting the activities that are closest to the revenue line for you coming in the door make those first. So if you think about the pipeline where, you know, the top is big because a lot of people are coming in and it gets narrower and narrower and narrower until you get to that stage where they're, you're asking them to do business with you. That's the bottom of the pipeline, pipeline, the commitment area. That's where you want to make certain you're spending your time nurturing those very, very hot relationships, the ones that will be your next clients. Do not ignore that area because that will that will slow your growth and make it very inconsistent. Ooh, okay, okay. So, so far in this episode, we've talked about the importance of having a defined sales process and what that would look like. And then we talked about how to prioritize your weekly sales and marketing activities into those three groups. And you're going to, you're Take, think back also on those activities. How are you doing when you sit down every week and plan out your time? Are you spending a good amount of time in each one of those three activities, uh, pools or buckets? All right, because that's what that's where the consistent growth is going to happen. But the final ingredient, let's talk about that. Final ingredient today that we're going to talk about, and that is I think one of the most important ones, it is in what people call messaging. And that's another word that people aren't really, what do you mean messaging, right? And here's what I mean. You want to have a very clear and consistent brand story that when it's told through your writing or verbally, people can see themselves in your story and they want to have what you have to offer. They want the solution to their problem because they can relate to what you do and how you do it and trust that you know what you're talking about. Because you can have a process and you can have skills and you can be doing all these activities to move people through it. But if you don't have a clear way to talk about what it is you do and why it's valuable to them, you're still not going to connect with the people in a way that they will trust you and go through that journey with you. Donald Miller from StoryBrand has been known to say that the best product or program is not always the one people choose. In the end, they choose to work with the person who can communicate the best. And I said that slow and I said that very convincingly because it is true. You can be the best kept secret out there. Your business 
can be amazing. And if no one knows why they should do business with you, you're not going to win clients. People are drawn into a story that makes them want to take action at the end. Donald is one of the people I partner with to help create a really strong messaging framework for my clients. Um, Donald has written a book that's sold over a million copies on this subject. It's called Story Brand. And he also has a platform um, called Business Made Simple University, which I include that platform where he teaches Story Brand in my success collaborative. Every member, every client of mine gets a one-year license to this platform because I believe in it so much. And what Donald knows from all of the research and the work that he's done, and by the way, it aligns with exactly how I feel and how I've always taught communication, is that you have to invite your ideal client into a story about what it is that you do that's unique and valuable and help them understand how their life will change for the better if they do business with you and the downsides of not doing anything differently. So here's the most important part, because I I bet none of that sounds unfamiliar to you, right? But you really need to learn how to create your story in a very clear and consistent way. Because when you think about it, what's the downside of not having a clear and consistent brand story? What happens is it's called messaging schizophrenia. You start going out there and having all kinds of conversations, quote unquote conversations, right? Because I'm talking about any kind of content that you create and you don't have a clear way of communicating. So in essence, you're, you're kind of whatever mood you're in, whatever is at top of mind, you are talking about it and the client starts to get confused. Like, What is it that this person stands for? What is her compelling reason for doing business with her? And so creating a solid brand story is almost like playing with Lego pieces. The framework is these little bites of critical components to messages. And just like Legos, they come in different colors and different sizes and shapes. But as you plug them together, and you put them in the right order, something amazing starts to appear. And that's what a brand story and a great framework can do for you. You'll have these little components of your framework, of your story. And as you go to create content, you can always draw from these pieces. It's amazing the way it feels when you know exactly what you want to say and in what order you need to say it and how you're gonna bring it to life for each piece of content that you're going to write. It's amazing freedom. That's what a great brand story will give you is freedom to create a message that's going to resonate with your people. So now you have the three main ingredients to building consistent business success. First, your defined sales process. Second, a solid plan for prioritizing your sales and marketing activities. And finally, a great brand story so you know what to say and who to say it to. Now, I know this was a lot to lay on you in one podcast episode, but I just wanted to paint the big picture because this is the work that I do with my people in the Success Collaborative day in and day out. We work one-on-one together to create 
a revenue success plan for them that includes all three of those ingredients. And then I support them in implementing that plan over the course of their time in the collaborative. So if you're interested in knowing more about that, you can just visit me at unstoppableweminandbusiness.com for more info, or you can always reach out to me um, via my social media network, same name. All right. Or, hey, here's the thing. If you want a little appetizer, sometimes people aren't ready to jump in on the full program, right? But maybe they want a little appetizer to see if we're a good fit. I've got a couple different ways that you can work together with me. One is in a VIP business accelerator, which just creates the success plan for you. That's amazing. It's one-on-one work that we do together to create the success plan, and then you can implement it on your own. Um, And you can find that on my website as well. The other way is I'm going to be having a workshop coming up. And I want to invite you into this experience because it's going to be very, very unique. I am using Donald's um, framework, the one that I talked about in the messaging section of this podcast, in a workshop. I'm going to be teaching it. But on top of that, you will also have time to write. So it's kind of part learning and part Um, application. So writing and being able to get critiques and having me take a look at what you're writing and give you some feedback. Now I'm putting this all together in on my learning platform. So it's not just the three times that we're together for a couple hours or the stuff I'm doing in between to give you critiques, but you're going to have access to this indefinitely. So it is really your very first foray into how to create become a better communicator. The workshop is 297. I could justify that all day long in the value of my one-on-one time that you're going to get in this workshop because I'm going to keep it very small and intimate, but you will walk away knowing how to create great messaging and I would love to see you in there. So If you can uh, make it, it starts on August 9th and there is information at uwib.info backslash content. That's also going to be in the show notes. All right. Listen, I know that today's episode was a lot. I feel like I was making you drink through a fire hose, but it's all important. And just know that I'll be breaking down a lot of these things for you in the future. So consider this the big picture of business growth. Stay tuned for a deeper dive into each one of the ingredients. And for now, I just hope you have a fantastic week. Go forward and be unstoppable. Have a great day, ladies. Talk to you soon. Hey there, lady. What are you doing? We need to get to know each other better. Come on over and visit me at www.unstoppablewomeninbusiness.com and check it out. I've got so much good stuff over there for you and I would love to get to know you better. So come on, come on over. Let's hang out.